0: The festival on the Theresean visa. The festival of the what-what? Oh, boys, you know this festival as Oktoberfest!
1: back ladies and gentlemen this is episode 125 our 125th episode spectacular we have nothing in particular planned because that's not a big enough milestone for us it's just a good old fashioned episode here on the hop nation usa podcast <laughs> don't get excited
0: oh
1: sorry i'm sorry i was gonna get excited though
2: i mean you could get excited just for the beers no, we're gonna drink it's over now okay we've, we've ruined it it can be a way old-fashioned episode how so Well, because of the beers we're doing this week. They are. theme. Yes. Old-fashioned from the old world.
1: Yes. And it is, of course, that time of year.
2: Check Pilsners. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Was he close? (laughs) Check
1: Pilsners into the boards. He deserves it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) No, it's Oktoberfest season. Yeah. So we got to do that again.
2: I'm sure they figured it out by the intro. Because we have the special intro for... Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's not a thing that we hear <laughs> recording, <laughs> but it's a thing I do later.
1: A beer podcast with Octoberfest is kind of like a wrestling podcast with SummerSlam. Right. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And that's okay. Here it comes. Because everybody likes it. <laughs> here it comes. Coming at you now. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. We don't need to get into the history. We've done that on previous episodes. Go back to episode eight.
2: And then listen... Or 28. Yeah.
1: That was the last one.
2: No, episode 28, we did the history, then episode 80, we had Jason Sarcone in, but uh, we didn't do much history-wise, I don't think. I think we did something else. But yeah, those are our two Oktoberfest episodes. This is our third one.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And to kick us off with that, we're going with a little bit of a, a semi-local fair here. We got something here from Timber Creek Tap and Table. It is their Oktoberfest. They are located in Mercer, Pennsylvania, and of course, Meadville, Pennsylvania. Good people. We've had them on the show.
3: Is Mercer near Meadville?
1: I know where Meadville is. I don't know where Mercer is. Uh, Mercer is at the, uh, essentially where 79 and 80
2: come together.
0: Oh,
3: okay.
2: Yeah. Here's, a, here's an easier identifier for the people of the western Pennsylvania area. They're by the Grove City outlets. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Grove City outlets. Go there. Go, have a beer. <laughs> just go to the outlets. Oh, God, yeah.
3: I haven't been there in 20 years.
1: Well, Let, let me tell you what's changed.
3: Not, oh, there's, there's a brewery. There you go.
1: There is there's a, brewery. a
3: brewery. I know that because of the show. That's right. the only reason I know that because <laughs> I never go to Grove City. You're I don't even know. If welcome, I'm allowed. Timber Creek. <laughs> I, I went to Geneva, so I'm pretty sure I'm not even allowed to go to Grove City.
1: No, no, Mm-mm. yeah, wrong Why kind not? of Christians.
3: It's like a sacrilegious thing. that that they're the only rivals of each other.
2: Oh, different kind of Christians. Or? Holy war. I oh, don't okay.
3: know. <laughs> I do know when I was at Geneva though, and like I, I went there. I mean, not to knock a Christian education, that's fine, if that's what you're into, but that wasn't my motivator. I was just there because it was a good school for what I went to. Mm -hmm. So I'm like sitting in the administration office, like, because I need to talk to the registrar. And I overhear these two women talking about one of my business professors. And the one woman says to the other woman, well, did you hear about him? And she goes, no, what? And she goes, I heard he's a Pentecostal. (laughs) And the other woman legit goes, (gasps) and I'm like, oh, Oh, I'm, he's the wrong flavor of Christian for you. Okay, got it. Like That's the environment we're in now.
1: Well, Pentecostal's yeah. a hell of a lot, a lot better than pedophile.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. What... Why did yeah. your brain go there? Well, it's How just did you draw all,
1: that parallel?
2: All, all Adam heard was P.E.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been hearing the news about the Pirates this last week. Oh, yeah.
3: Everyone. Ooh, everybody boy. got in trouble for that Whoopsie shit yesterday. Boy,
2: that is a mess.
1: Yeah.
3: Burn it to the
2: ground. Hey, everybody, it's hockey season. Yes, it is. Thank <laughs> Jesus. Pirates is full of uh, unsavorable characters. Big Ben's broken. Ben Ben's broken. Ben's
3: broken. <laughs>
2: And nobody cares about the River Hounds. So AB's all we got gone. left. Yeah. So Thank
3: God, AB's gone. Could you imagine if we were sharing that news story?
2: Yeah. Uh. They still, they still partially share it. Did you see the one headline? And I know we're like still off track, but doesn't this matter. Is, this is good this, stuff. this one is
3: so this whole, content.
2: This, this is, headline is so hilarious. Is like he's laughing talk. it every time I see it. It's just but his it's,
3: mustache is laughable.
2: It's the uh, it's the headline where he the he's getting sued by a doctor for eleven, yeah, 11 thousand kept, yeah, dollars. Eleven thousand five hundred dollars.
3: what? For farting in his face during an exam. <laughs> he
2: kept farting in his face
3: deliberately. <laughs> yeah, add that to your news notes and needs That one is priceless. <laughs> what a butthole.
1: Uh, Pun God. intended.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Well played, say. Oh, all right. Let's get back to what we're supposed to know what we're talking about. Beer. Timber
2: Creek. To the first beer of our Oktoberfest celebration. Yes. And thank you for saying Timber Creek. Timber Creek. I said Timber
1: Creek.
3: I said Timber Creek.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you said Timber Creek.
3: No, I don't say Creek.
1: Well, my Western Pennsylvania ears heard Timber Creek. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in his brain. All it's time. tuned into I it. said it quickly. It's the, the auto filter.
3: Okay. Yeah. Timber Creek.
1: Timber Creek. 5.9% ABV.
3: I'll just say everything wrong.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, it all comes out in the wash. It's fine. 22 IBUs. It's a Marzen. Hurrah. It's an Oktoberfest. What do you expect? Let's drink the damn thing. Ba-dum-bum, 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 ba-dum-bum. So we have this poured out the Timber Creek offering here. And guess what? It looks a bit like an Oktoberfest. Yeah. A bit darker, I would think. Yeah. Ja? It's kind of ambery.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit.
3: <gasps>
2: almost, I guess it would be darker. Yeah. It's, it's not. It,
1: it, yeah, it's not you know, exceedingly dark in, in so much it would get into a-, a porter category that is nowhere close to that.
2: No. But it is definitely a deep copper. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good deep looking deep unit. Good deep copper. It's really clear as most lagers should be. Mm-hmm. Malty.
3: So much malty goodness.
2: Malty on the nose. For sure. I
3: love multi beers. I'm so excited about this.
1: That would explain why you jumped on coming on to this episode. I don't think
3: I've been on it. I feel like I haven't been on it in a while. So that was part of it
2: whatever the episode was you're on with kelsey yeah hawaii beers
3: yeah i don't yes, know when that was, hawaii was. Beers.
2: i believe that was five episodes ago about yeah, a month okay. ago yeah,
3: yeah. oh that's all longer
2: it's okay We it, 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 it's like a month cycle for all the co-hosts
3: <laughs> it's all
1: good
2: <laughs> guess what it's good
3: guess what it's malty
2: yeah it's definitely malty like a lot of caramel flavor to it yeah
3: Ooh. nose checks out
2: so really good preamble for the show yes <laughs> I don't love these beers. I know you don't. Yeah, as a style in general, I don't love these beers. I know you don't. So, if you've listened to episodes in the past where you hear Adam kind of poo poo IPAs, well, you might hear me poo poo in some of these beers. That's a- fine.
3: Adam poo poo's IPAs? Yeah. Huh. Newsflash. Didn't know. Yep. Glad I'm here to find out. It's new, a thing.
2: New listeners every week. Gotta keep them up to date. That's right. Get, <laughs> get them into the cycle.
3: My anti jam is barrel aged. I'm so over barrel aged anything.
2: I can still dig upon a good barrel aged. Uh-uh. I think I, I I I rarely drink them because they're expensive, but you know when I do, mm-hmm. it's because I like them a lot. I do have a barrel aged sitting in the fridge right now. The uh, the new founders, underground mountain. Okay, which Ooh. is the Sumatra brown just aged in.
1: Oh yes, yeah. I believe I've had that one as well. Yeah, did you? that's good okay that's real good
2: I've, I've heard good reviews so far so
1: <laughs> well let's not get too far into that right uh, we have to get into our news note and neat yeah huzzah
2: huzzah You'll, steve you look raring to go sure so i just want to jump back to a little bit of a tease that we had at the end of last episode but now i'll give you a big fuller story if you're listening to this episode on friday as you should then tomorrow, Saturday, twenty-first, there is the Kennywood Brews in the Park, mm-hmm. and they're having you know just a little brew fest in yeah. Kennywood.
3: That's fun. Are the That's rides fun. open?
2: So yeah, uh, from one p.m. to three p.m., you can ride some of the rides. They're not all open
3: for two hours. You're fighting with how many people?
2: Not many, I don't think, because I think it's okay. I think it's mostly kind of open just for that, and then you have to be over twenty-one to be in for the uh. The beer festival because yeah, okay. uh, Kennywood has stopped full uh,
1: operating hours, right? Full summer hours they're down to to whenever they damn well please, yeah, yeah right. And that would be that two hour window,
2: yeah. So okay. so it's basically you can come in early and do the rides from one to three, and then the beer festival is three to seven, mm-hmm. huh. and then I think Fright Nights ha- uh, starts after that. Uh, Does it? Yeah. It's
1: it's damn close,
2: yeah. yeah. Say, well I, I think it,
3: we have another week or two for that.
2: I, I don't know if...
3: I'd be surprised if they have all the decorations out while they're doing the beer fest
2: thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But I know, like, on the website, when you buy tickets, yeah, you can get a package deal for oh, for, for this brew fest uh, and, fa- and Phantom Fright Nights. So you just stay there all day. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking it might be an all-day thing that you okay. can do. That's
3: good weather for an all-day thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being there all day when it's 90 degrees out is miserable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, most of, the, most of the breweries that are there are just, like, stuff you would see at a standard pittsburgh beer fest yeah uh, like all of ab and bev's brands are going to be there of okay all the boston beer brands are going to be there including truly and the cider angry orchard mm-hmm. um a couple of notable ones that we like uh ellicottville will be there Ooh. yes uh boulevard will be there right on cigar city will be there okay so some good stuff from them Nice. and then the real main reason we're talking about this is because for the first time ever kennywood has its own uh collaboration brew
0: Oh. yeah
2: first at Brewbox, our friend dennis mm-hmm. yeah he pitched this idea to kennywood and was able to get them together with 412 brewery and they all came together and made a collaboration beer
3: that's awesome
2: and it's called the Logjammers revenge obviously it's a belgian saison mm-hmm. huh. and uh it'll be available there
1: is there any word if that's going to be available back at 412 brewery yes. It will
2: be available oh, cool. there. Yes. There as well. I asked. Yes. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> yes, I asked because I, I was trying to get details. Because like I know they're going to have it at the Brew Fest, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure if they're going to have it also at the brewery, but they will. Good. And I didn't know if it was going to be like on tap somewhere in the park for the rest of their operating hours, but can't I don't, we just I don't make Dennis so.
3: bring us some? Probably. Probably. Yeah. We yeah. should just well, go not, that route. <laughs> not
2: make, but maybe ask nicely. Asks. <laughs> yeah. Asks nicely. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah, it's uh,
3: s- side note. Uh zoo if you're listening kennywood's got rides open during a beer fest try having animals available during a beer fest oh either your angle the shit out of me right the first thing i thought was oh kennywood's doing it right the zoo does it wrong
1: see i thought why can't i just
3: stare at a polar bear while i'm drinking a beer that's all i'm asking i thought
1: your angle was going to be that you wanted to ride the animals
3: (laughs) no no we I don't mean, need any more <laughs> no right. more harambe situations we need to leave that back in the past or
1: perhaps you go the other way and you just have like a chinchilla in your pocket and take them around I the beer fest version
2: to rodents right like why can't they walk like some of the reptiles around yeah. on a leash Be like this is our Komodo.
3: right even the 21 and overnight at the museum did that mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah, the zoo stinks. Zoo, we get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid-ass <ad laughs> zoo. Get out there, whale on some of them animals. Good monkeys for a week.
3: <laughs> or. Whale. <laughs>
1: or
2: <laughs> I was thinking, just bring us on as consultants. Yeah. Right. Sure. Then we can go
1: have fun with the animals and then go drink beer. Mm-hmm. Get them red pandas out. <gasps> red mm-hmm. pandas are the best.
3: Listen. Wow. Listeners. You need to go to YouTube and you need to type in frightened red panda yes you're welcome yes
1: if you are having a blue day it won't be after that video
3: no that's the greatest thing especially when they replayed in slow-mo you gotta get that one. Oh, it's the best thing you're ever gonna see oh the pure terror.
1: yeah yeah so don't don't worry about just having a bad day just go click on that on the youtubes
3: <clears throat> yes or Go to Kennywood. That'll cheer you up.
1: Ride
2: beer. <laughs> Go to Kennywood. Have the Logjammer's Revenge. Yes. Which is the Belgian Saison collaboration. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently it's supposed to have notes of uh, spruce and pine.
3: Oh, I'm on that. By sense. The hop-
2: yeah, provided by the hops because it's the Logjammer's Revenge. They yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes
3: sense. Yeah. I see what they did there. They put
2: some thought into it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, well yeah.
1: done, 412 Kennywood. And of course, first hit brew box. Yes. So that's that's the first one. That's what I had. Okay, <laughs> uh, Yay. mine is a bit more national. Uh, I'm going outside the realm of Allegheny County here. Uh-huh. The Smithsonian. Allegheny. <laughs> Wait, what? Allegheny. <laughs> Allegheny. <laughs> <laughs> a like henny i'm going all the way down to washington <laughs> county <laughs> no the smithsonian uh in the past they have had an exhibit called food uh, transforming the american table of the dc smithsonians <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm sorry. not the marvel smithsonians i'm
3: sorry could you explain further what is
1: food fu- food fu- is it fu- food Fouad. food 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 is it french nah man uh-huh.
2: Hmm. But they have French food there.
1: What is uh, it? <laughs> so, in the past, they have had exhibits such as Julia Child's Kitchen. Oh, neat. Like, the full kitchen. Oh, set yeah. up, Reset up. Okay. And I was actually, when I was there a few years ago, I was able to see that. It was actually really neat. But um, the reason I bring that up is they are bringing a new portion uh, of the exhibit called Beer in American History. Oh. That goes back into the history of craft beer in America. Hell yeah. Yes. It's actually very neat. It's going to open on October 25th. At the American History Museum.
2: there's no way it's as cool as it is in my head right now. <laughs> no, no, but they
1: do have some some interesting items from the early part of craft beer. They have stuff from dogfish head, they have stuff from anchor Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh, they have stuff from who the hell else was out there? New Belgium. Okay. Uh stuff like that. One of the things I found really interesting was the uh the electronic football game from Dogfish Head. Yeah. Uh the the old-timey vibrating football yeah, games. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh that's what they used and modified that for the continual hopping for the 60-minute IPA. Oh, no shit. Mhm. Yeah, they retrofitted an old buzzy football game. So it just would shake hops into the... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, right that on. that is part of the display that has been donated to the, the Smithsonian because, duh, why not? Yeah. It's neat. On November 7th through the 9th, they're going to have a Food History Weekend and as part of that, they're going to have a Last Call event after mm-hmm. hours where they're going to have people such as Fritz Maytag from Anchor. Uh, they're going to have... Uh, Charlie Papazion, the uh, American Homebrewers Association founder. Uh, Ken Grossman from Sierra Nevada. And I lied a little bit. Yeah. I lied a little bit. I said there wasn't a local tie. Right. But there is a local tie. Uh, the local tie is, as part of this... Um,
2: Rick Seaback's going to be there.
1: <laughs> no. But uh, as part I'm of this, this there, there really is nice. a, an oral history that goes along with the exhibit from Dave Bracey and Ed Bailey. Oh, no um, shit. Of course, from... The Pittsburgh-based uh, Drinking Partners podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a discussion uh, on how melting comedy culture and craft beer helps to to move the the craft beer world along. So they are officially part of the Smithsonian now.
0: Oh, that's neat. kind of
3: badass. That is
2: real yeah. badass. Good well, they they also just got a, awarded for uh, forty under forty.
3: Did they really? Oh, mm-hmm. Really?
2: Yeah, they they took a trip to New York for all that and stuff. I don't know. Go follow their <laughs> <laughs> free plug. Check them out. Yeah, free plug. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't recount everything that they right. did, but I don't think they need us plugging them. Right? No, but yeah, so yeah sure. <laughs> I'll, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll give them praise. <laughs> right. They're doing good stuff. Yeah. So see, in my mind though, this whole thing, I'm just like thinking of Epcot Center and like. I want it to be where you get in a tram, and you sit in the thing, and it takes you around, and then there you have fucking a Ben Franklin animatronic, <laughs> and just like throwing hops into a barrel. <laughs> uh, no. See that, thats you know you just
1: keep moving it on. No, um, they do have such things as uh, microscopes from Charlie. Uh, I believe was, I believe it was Charlie Papazian's uh, microscope uh, to help figure out what was going on with his microbes. Uh, to get a more consistent beer. Some early sidewalk signs, early brew kennels, like home-brewing brew kennels yeah. from famous brewers and breweries, things like that. So they they have been doing some solid research, like years' worth of research in finding artifacts. It's the Smithsonian. They right. know what they're doing. Yeah, they know how to do it. They know who to talk to.
3: It's almost as if they've had a museum before. Mm-hmm.
1: And even without that, I'll just say, go to the American History Museum. It's awesome. Okay.
3: what is there... Is there like important things that like uh, on display there?
1: It doesn't matter. Like a flag or something? Well they do have that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I saw I totally
3: took a picture
1: of that thing right next to the sign that says no pictures.
2: I saw the Nick Cage movie. (laughs) What's that? I saw the Nick Cage movie. I know what they have on display there. <laughs> yeah. and I, and I know how it hides when you try to steal it.
1: <laughs> you got to look in the cabinets of Julia Julia ki- yeah. Child's Kitchen.
2: And yeah, there's an invisible ink map, so it's
1: cool. <laughs> Wait, isn't that from Roger Rabbit? Ooh. Yes,
2: both. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is my only Roger Rabbit reference for the episode. Okay. I, I think. We'll see. If we we'll will see. see. We'll see. Cool. So check it out.
2: Check it out so katie what do you have
3: i don't have any news um because i did a google and didn't really find anything that was terribly interesting to me okay. but i did find some neats i like neat so uh in the octoberfest theme i found some octoberfest off the beaten path facts some more interesting than others but there was a few that stuck out to me um the one is that i think i, I don't know for me like i associate locally the oktoberfest with Penn brewery mm-hmm. and there's always brats right yeah and then hoffer house yeah. is always the same thing yeah so stumbling through all of these i found that uh brats and sausage are not the number one oktoberfest food in munich
2: okay can i guess go can i guess is after it, he guesses. everybody guess is it pretzels damn no. it is it pork knuckle no not, I, anybody
3: want to go again
2: no. apple strudel
3: No. Then I'm done. (laughs) Now (laughs) I want apple strudel, son of a biscuit.
2: Hell yeah. No, it's a strudel, not a biscuit. It's a a cousin to a biscuit. (laughs) It's pastries. They're all cousins.
3: Yeah, but then you're in Europe and a biscuit is a cookie and then things just get muddy.
2: I know.
3: Around... Four this I don't know why it says around because it's a very precise number. Are you
1: ready for this? <laughs> because it's German.
3: <laughs> around four hundred and eighty two thousand three hundred and sixty one roast chickens oh. are oh, devoured okay. every right. Oktoberfest. Compared to only a hundred and twelve thousand seven hundred and seventy two pairs of pork sausage mm-hmm. so i'm guessing mm-hmm. you get sausage and pears because it definitely makes says make sense pears, which yeah. i just thought was kind of interesting but yeah so i don't know i've been to germany a good amount of times and i have never like i've had chicken there but it was never like a big to-do right like different bars and like breweries and stuff that i've been in it was never like oh hey try the chicken at, I mean, at best it was, oh, hey, try the schnitzel, which, duh. Schnitzel's
2: freaking awesome. I think, I think that's just a commonality of, among all people that. Just, just yard birds? Yeah, just chicken all the time. Chicken. <laughs> it doesn't matter that there's a holiday going on. I still Do want I have some seen, chicken. I have
3: seen turkey
0: legs.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, I that, have make, seen. that makes sense.
3: Yeah. Um, other thing, apparently Albert Einstein once worked at an Oktoberfest. Mm hmm. Okay. Which I thought was kind of cool. He was an electrician okay <laughs> he was he was an electrician who helped set up a beer tent in uh 1896 which, oh, okay. considering everything we got from the man that just seems pretty lowbrow but whatever good for him no no it's low
1: and brow
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one
1: oi oi oi
3: there is a special Oktoberfest cocaine
1: what Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what but it's completely legal wait i don't know which part is weirder okay is it chopped up with pretzel (laughs) salt
3: (laughs) no so uh i'm gonna take a shot and say this is Weizenkex. okay and uh it says it is fun but harmless it is made from sugar and menthol
2: oh okay so
3: like okay so it's not actually cocaine and i've definitely watched people snort pixie sticks yeah and also why the fuck would you do that to yourself that has to hurt
2: i mean are they really snorting it or are they just kind of rubbing it on their gums
3: oh i hope they're rubbing it on their gums i really that, don't yeah. know that
2: kind of makes sense like it'd give you a little sugar pep and then like get some menthol in your mouth
3: yeah yeah
2: you know give you you know clear your palate a little bit yeah and make your breath not but shine. i'll guarantee you somebody mixed them up oh yeah i guarantee somebody definitely blew it up his nose and like "Eh, whatever that's fine right <laughs> or- used to be
3: friends with a guy who once crushed up an altoid and put that up his nose ah. <laughs> 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 i've personally never snorted anything besides like a flu shot so i <laughs> i find that unpleasant i can't imagine like the, the menthol if that goes up your nose that's gotta burn that's gotta be fucking painful
1: it's curious it's- most curious yeah
3: but it also says there's an average of six to eight hundred people uh with alcohol poisoning so maybe they don't notice and -hmm. if you're feeling Mm -hmm. particularly shitty it says on average there are 500 to 800 prostitutes working in munich but during oktoberfest the number triples
2: that also makes sense yeah it's like the (laughs) super bowl yeah especially now that there's an eu everybody can travel freely yeah it's free travel for work you know (laughs) I would dental. imagine some
3: of them are not Monday through Friday prostitutes. They just wait for Oktoberfest to roll up and they're like, "And here's my tax refund.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just imagine it's a whole lot of Belgians shipping over outsourcing work. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you got check the red light district of the, the Netherlands and stuff and go, where are they all at? <laughs> oh yeah, Oktoberfest. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and then the, To the train the, station. Last thing I found digging through uh, random facts is that Adidas for... Uh, I guess we're on year three, because it started in 2017, launches vomit and spill-proof sneakers. Mm. So, yeah, they're coming out with these every Oktoberfest. They have colors that are uh, specific to German stuff. So, like, this year's model is based on traditional lederhosen. So, they have a dark brown with, a like, a golden tan brown. Mm-hmm. And then they always stamp Prost on the side of it in gold. And they apparently repel water or beer
2: The hydrophobic or
3: vomit so yeah if you're those are some
2: drinking shoes gonna be there
3: yeah. hooking up with hookers and getting <laughs> alcohol poisoning and,
2: and taking your sugar
3: <laughs> at least you know your shoes will be clean when you leave which obviously is why is that not your priority you gotta enough? be october fest
2: <laughs> dude i would totally rock if they had like a pair of uh White ones with the blue Czech Bavarian flag? Yeah. I'd rock those. I would, too.
3: It looked like there were white ones originally in 2017.
2: There's got to be some dead stock of those around somewhere. hmm Yeah. I'll get, like I'll get on that one shoe website. Whatever my size is in Europe, it's like probably 50 and a half or whatever. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> And this year's shoe releases released September fourteenth and is apparently already sold out. Well, mm. of course you got
2: it's so. you know you're right before the festival. Right. Did they say <laughs> how many pairs
1: were being produced per year? Uh, I can I can I only assume I it's a, a very it limited does. amount. Yeah, I don't believe it does.
2: Burp, burp. Nah.
1: Well, in the meantime, while
3: oh, we but there is oh. a pretzel graphic on the heel of it. Nice. There's your pretzel. All right. Hell yeah. All right.
2: Hell yeah, I'd wear this. So yeah,
3: random, neat, (laughs) and also slightly disgusting things from Oktoberfest.
2: Cool. That's all I got. It's good. And this beer. We got this
1: beer. We got this beer.
3: super freaking good.
1: I am a fan. I am on board with this.
2: Yeah, I don't hate it. It's just... (laughs) Praise from Caesar. Yeah. It's it's just not terribly my thing. I mean, there's a lot of...
3: Do you want to say the phrase?
2: Not yet. Not yet? (laughs) I don't want to say the phrase because... It, the phrase is reserved for something that's really really bad this isn't like terribly offensive to me i but i just feel like i can't tell the difference between this and i feel yingling. Like,
3: <laughs> i feel like the phrase is reserved for something that's good though like when you can have an appreciation mm-hmm. for it nailing that
2: she's actually right
3: what it's okay, supposed well, to be either
2: way either way i don't feel it feel this feels down the road
3: this is not calling it out of you
2: yeah you right. don't feel feelings with this one no okay this I one's just that. like i said i can't tell the difference between this and yingling
3: but okay so Maldi, it's not beers are just so up my alley so
1: yeah this is my jam as well well perhaps yeah. the next one really will be a bit more though. steve's way
2: hopefully so maybe maybe it'll say the thing I'll probably say the thing before the end of the show.
1: (laughs) Do it. I'll say the thing. Do the thing. (laughs) Say it, Bart. Say it. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at
2: firstsipbrewbox.com. The 2019 Tales on the Trails Family Glow Walk. It'll be held Saturday, September 21st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Brady's Run Park. Come on out, wear your glow-in-the-dark gear, your neon clothes, or any LED lights, and even dress up your pets to come and support the Beaver County Humane Society. There's going to be vendors, there's going to be food trucks, caricatures, and even neon face painting. You can also make your pledges online at beavercountyhumanesociety.org. There will be prizes for the top three fundraisers. Again, it's Saturday, September 21st, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Brady's Run Park. So come out with your family and your pets and have a wonderful night walking the trails. Hop Nation, we are back. It's time to get in your
1: Porsche, crank up the Kraftwerk, and time to go to Oktoberfest. Porsche? Porsche. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Would you prefer a Volkswagen? Uh, uh, yeah. Or the Audi? Audi's good. Yeah? Audi? TT
3: yeah. Quattro? <laughs> yeah. I <You> mean like <laughs> the 99? Audi? I like the little bubble top.
1: The no Mercedes? The, the first no. gen. Mercedes? Mercedes? The Bonds Stormer. The Bons? <laughs> Goodness. Those are pretty sweet. Dude, I could see you rocking around on a big old Mercedes?
2: Yeah, a big Mercedes and turn on the KMFDM. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right.
1: That's where his head's at.
2: Did
0: they
3: do the Hit Me Baby One More Time, or was that typo? Whatever. Listen mm. to it. Just Google industrial Hit Me Baby One More Time. It's worth it. Okay. After Red Pandas. After Red Pandas. After Red Pandas. All right, you guys. You yeah, I hope homework. you guys are writing this down, because there's going to be more on this list.
1: Before we get into that, it's time for Oktoberfest. So it's time for Oktoberfest number two. Dry. That is correct. Three is the right number. No, wait. Die? Eins, zwei. Eins, Die. eins Die. zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, etc. Yeah, so et it's two. Eins, zwei. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So there it's no
1: five. No, dose. no, no. Nope. Okay. So. I hear a niner in there. Niner? <laughs> niner, sixer? <laughs>
3: yeah. Austin Brewworks, Works, Montecore Oktoberfest. Six point cent six point cent six point zero percent i can talk today Uh alcohol and uh and that's all the information we have that exists about this anywhere
1: um i'll assume it's low ibus yeah probably i mean if they know what they're doing strong assumption
3: it's it's a it's a marzen (laughs) their uh untapped thing says between a marzen what Americans call Oktoberfest, which honestly feels a little condescending, Austin Brewerks. And a modern German Oktoberfest closer to a Hells. So mm. this is a uh, Marzen-Hells hybrid Oktoberfest from Austin. A Hellsen? Which actually is really Hellzen? close to New Braunfels, which is like the most German people ever in Texas. So
1: Unless I mean, your last this- name is Krauthammer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, pretty strong.
3: <laughs> I work with a girl whose last name is Kopfhammer.
1: That's so close. Yeah. I'm willing to round up.
3: Okay. I think Kopf is head.
1: Head hammer. Holy head shit. Head. Hammerhead. <laughs> She's a shark. <laughs> Maybe. Finkel is Eindhorn.
3: is l- out. I never took German. All right. Let's drink this.
2: <laughs> I took two years and I, you know. If I had to guess I, I, I would have expected that to mean thief or theft or steal. Kopf. Like Kopf? Kopf. Kopf. Yeah, like you cough, no, cough his head. Okay. Yeah. No, don't, it? Know. Oh, don't I cough. I really
3: don't know. Yeah.
2: Don't cough. Yeah. There okay. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> German is easy to learn. I just don't know the vocabulary. But <laughs> German's easy to learn because it's just jam words together.
1: Just remember that weird looking B is an S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> silly B <bee> means S. <laughs> silly B. You're being a silly B. <laughs> silly B?
2: Yeah, the silly B. There's oh, there's the, the regular Bs and then there's the silly B. Yeah.
3: Not to be confused with Old English S's, which were F's.
2: Yeah, that looked like F's in the old.
1: Right. Or because why wouldn't they? Or Old English eight hundred, which Steve drinks on occasion.
2: Hell yeah, that turns Bs into Fs too. <laughs> Here,
3: here's your proud moment. Uh, the first time I ever was in a chugging contest, I was 17 and I won uh, Edward forty hands with uh, Oldie.
2: Hell yeah. Two forties of Oldie. Hell yeah. Yeah. Looking at this one, it's a lot lighter than the last one. It really is. It doesn't have that uh, strong copper color. It's the hells in it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because it kind of reminds me we were drinking that uh, Helles at uh, Sly Fox. Yes. When we were down there, we didn't have it on the show. We were just drinking it. Drinking it to drink it. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this looks like that.
3: If I looked at this and didn't know anything about it, I would say this was some sort of a peach beer.
2: Yeah, it does kind of look like that. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I mean, I haven't smelled it, but like...
2: I see what you're saying, though.
3: Like, it's not crystal clear, but it's pretty clear.
2: Yeah, it's pretty clear. It's a dark gold, but it has kind of that, I don't know, Turner peach tea. Exactly, <laughs> like right? Tinge to it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the kind of beer that
1: if you just looked at it, you're not entirely sure what you'd be getting. Now, as soon as you smelled it,
2: you zone in on it pretty quick. Like, it smells more crisp than the last one, I would say. Almost, almost. Smell my. Adam, McCann can
3: has pretzels on it since you needed pretzels so yes. much. There you go. It's
1: more pretzels. And. <laughs> Mass pretzel. Tigers, because. And dice.
2: And doves.
1: I really don't know what's going on there. I
2: don't know. Let's get back to the beer. Austin's <laughs> full of jerk offs. That's what's going on there. Whoa! <laughs> what? They started it. They were condescending with their. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Description. So they started it. Is not it, me. Is Austin Keep They drew Austin, first blood.
3: Is <laughs> it Keep Austin weird? Yeah. Okay, so then the can checks out. Mm, it wants to be malty.
1: So I find more of a honey taste on this one. Yeah, me Yeah, too. it's a little sweet. That's, one of, that's the, the first thing I'm picking up is much more a honey sweet yeah. rather than a, a maltiness like you would find on a, well, the previous Oktoberfest.
3: I don't feel like it is malty. I feel like it wants to be. Like it's trying, but not quite hitting it.
2: Yeah, it's got a slight like a hint.
3: The aftertaste mm-hmm. is more
2: than... Like a whisper of yeah. malty. Yeah. <laughs> Malty. Hey, I'm kind of malty, guys. Psst, maltiness. Yeah, I get more of that honey sweetness, and it has a little bit of bitterness to it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: mean, I. I it's not I, bad. I, no, I, it's not bad at all. I like the, the kind of the, the honey twist they got going on there. I don't know if that was their original intention to give it that honey taste, or that's just kind of how it ended up. Trying to straddle the line between the the Marzen and the Hells, the Helsen, but that's what they got, and I, I kind of dig it.
2: I'm digging it too. The more I drink it, the more I dig it. Right on. Yeah. Yes, I I, I like this. Hmm. I I think I like this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned
2: for more. Yeah, find out later. <laughs> but in the meantime in the meantime, it is obviously our third Oktoberfest episode, and that means we're running low on content. <laughs> obviously. Uh, in the past, I think we've done the history, and I think we've done uh, talking about some of the Oktoberfests in our area, as well as like the biggest one that's outside of Munich, which I think is the one in Canada. <laughs> yes, Kitchener.
1: Kitchener, yeah. Kitchener, Ontario. That's according to the information that I have in front of me. Yeah, I,
2: I can tell a story
3: about <laughs> the Oktoberfest in L.A. that I went to.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> no, i'm just saying if we need content i could not like i have one locked and loaded i'm just saying there's oh, I, an thought,
2: option. I thought you were ready to go okay no
3: i can well, I mean i can i can i can t- i went there with my friend shandy who's yep. uh awesome to commemorate said thing we both have viking helmet tattoos
1: oh. nice yeah um wait in Oktoberfest do you have viking helmet tattoos stay tuned okay
3: <laughs> shandy went hard right out the gate i wasn't far behind her uh, we both climbed up on stage a little bit. Then she realized that she could see like her boss. It was like a boss or a coworker or somebody in the distance. And she was like, yeah, we got to get down. They can't see me here And we're, like this. And I'm like, okay, so we did. So we're like wandering around a little bit. And off in the distance, we see this guy wearing a Viking helmet. And me being chithoused and thinking everything is a fantastic idea when I am so. <laughs> I decide I need this helmet. I go the shortest direction to this individual, which is to walk directly to a picnic table, step up on it, walk across it, and step back down to him. Nice. And I asked him if I could buy the helmet off. I was gonna just try and take it. Could I, I buy that off of you? And he said no. And I said, I said, all right, I'll give you ten dollars. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm not no. And I was like, twenty, no. Forty, no. Fifty, <laughs> no. I will give you a hundred dollars cash right now. And he was like, no and shandy is like witnessing this from the other side of the table and like just thinks this is like the biggest crime like how dare he deny her friend so she starts climbing up the picnic table totally fails the landing on the other side wipes out then her friend chris decided we had had enough and he was gonna take us
2: home time to hit the silk Pull the ripcord.
3: <laughs> but
2: uh yeah. You commemorated that trip with Viking helmets Yeah, we did nice. We have
3: matching Viking helmet tattoos. And the pictures uh from that some I remember some I don't are phenomenal. There's like a picture of like Shandy trying to eat my face while I'm trying to eat brat. There's uh <laughs> random pictures of us with dudes that look like Rick Seaback and later Hosen. Yes. Uh there's pictures of us up on stage and like jamming out. Like it was it was definitely a very good time. I would recommend if I mean it was pretty sizable i'm not i have a list of the uh, largest in, and best in america but i don't think la is the largest no but Ooh. it is uh is definitely worth the trip
2: okay so well there you go there you go if you need beaches and <laughs> and oktoberfest there you go
3: <laughs> are there beaches in la yeah yeah oh i should check that did out you someplace. ever watch baywatch You go to Long Beach. I'm a girl. Oh, that's not L.A. That's a whole different... Counts
2: to me. Mm -mm, Counts counts to me. I don't give a shit. No.
3: (laughs) You weren't for the Hoff back in the day? Was anybody ever actually Jonesin' for the Hoff?
2: Yeah. Germany. Germany. Bring it all right back where we were. (laughs) And now we're taking off somewhere else. (laughs) We decided to talk about some of the other notable Oktoberfests in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll just start with one that I found. Go for it. Come on, Dan. To the Brisbane, Australia Octoberfest. Oh dear. We've got forty thousand people in and out. We've got Tucker Brow. We've got Burley Brewing. <laughs> We've got pretzels walking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, sir. Uh, the Brisbane, Australia, they have uh, they have their own Octoberfest. It services forty thousand people through two weekends. Okay. It isn't occurring when oktoberfest actually occurs
1: that's something i've i've noticed through a little bit of my research
2: yeah international crowd just does whenever yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but uh the australia theirs is the 11th through the 13th and then 18th to the 20th two weekends knock yourself out for 33 dollars dues. <laughs> you get your entrance or 22 dollars american <laughs> I, I can't contribute right now <laughs> Oh, you don't know how to get 33 dollary dues together. get <laughs> <I don't>. us. <laughs> dues. Yeah, so this is what their cu- currency is. They got dollary dues. It's like how the Canadians, they got their loonies and thoonies, so They got their dollary dues.
3: Okay, you're like broaching on Yinzer, Australian.
2: <laughs> it's very close. He's a bogan. <laughs> it's very close. Just being a bogan. Yeah. Uh, they have a huge food tent. And they got a bunch of vendors selling brats and worsts. And chicken? And chicken. Nice. And pork knuckle and pretzels and apple strudel and all that stuff.
3: Nice. Oh, I so need apple strudel in my
2: life. <laughs> Other notable things is they have a Bavarian strongman competition. Yeah? yeah. Oh, I'm there for that. So it's uh, it's teams of uh, guys competing in Bavarian strongman competitions, including tug of war, donut eating, keg rolling. See, I'm seeing some things here we could dominate in. Stein holding.
3: I'd like to yeah. go back to the donut eating. Yeah. You said strongman competitions, which right. gives me the impression that you have to have some sort of a physique.
2: No, not from it. these pictures. No. And,
3: uh, <laughs> I, I don't know about Yens, but I can crush some fucking donuts.
2: Uh, also, if you also have ever seen like world strongman co- competitors, they don't have a uh, uh, physique physique. They no. have a giant physique in which they can That's crush
3: 11,000 like,
2: calories a day. Yeah.
3: I am like five three on a good day i am not built like that yeah i mean i'm i'm sure i could do pull-ups well i'm not a weakling yeah. just, i just when do, it's I donut time i don't go go time. Yeah, that's, that's what i'm go saying
2: <laughs> well like i said it's a team competition so maybe they'll let you on i don't know they do have a miss october fest
3: my my husband is six two he's kind of bigger could he be my partner
2: sure yeah. i'm not gonna i don't I do not know how many people can be on a team i think I maybe know. like three or four i say at least two yeah, I think it's three because they had a another competition where, like, you had to carry your friend.
3: Oh, wait. Uh, I have friends okay. that are cops. Two pops. people on each side. Screw my husband. I got friends that are cops. <laughs> We're doing this wrong. All right. Let's think this through, Kate.
2: Bring it in the ringers. <laughs> yeah.
3: My husband doesn't even like donuts.
2: Yeah, no, that's not smart.
3: No. Well, okay, here's the... He does like donuts. Not enough. But if he eats a donut, he wants to eat 12 donuts.
2: Well. That's good for the thing.
3: Yeah. It is. But still, I know I, I'm friends with a lot of people who well, are cops. You, let's strategize, let's you
2: strategize later. <laughs> yes. Well, if I have three people on a team, i can go both ways. There you go. Done. Um, there's yeah, also that's... the Miss Oktoberfest competition that they have. No. Okay. Yeah. No. The, the no. More stein-holding, uh, pretzel-eating competition.
1: See, I might begin in on that. And no. cow milking.
2: No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Can't help you on that one.
3: I know how to do it. I don't want to.
2: Well, nope. I don't do farm well, things. Well, then you don't want to be Miss Brisbane Oktoberfest. No. <laughs>
1: I do not. I wouldn't mind if the uh, the Brisbane Tourist uh, Commission sent us a couple tickets our way for us to go down and check it out.
2: Oh yeah, like plane tickets too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah. Uh, here, one more thing for you, Adam, is they have probably the saddest auto show. The that's saddest just, auto show. Yeah, they were. Why? Uh, I don't know. They're just like really proud that they had a couple Audis there. Oh. That like <laughs> that's odd. Yeah. E. And like old old Volkswagens. <laughs> wow no no Mm -mm. like compare compared to auto shows that we have here right it was just like a list of like not who's who but like who cares so that's (laughs) weird to me because australia has a big car culture i yeah i know they do so that i've seen mad max (laughs) well not only that
1: have you ever seen some of the burnout contests that they have uh no that's another YouTube video we have to watch afterwards. Okay. It, it The vehicles that they bring in, and it's just, they just cordon off, you know, a chunk of a parking lot. And by the end of the first car, you can't see anything.
2: Oh, uh, you know, I think I've seen that, but like in Asia, not in. Like uh, I, I think, Australians I think, yeah. take it to a whole new level. I think like Southeast Asia gets into that too. So that's all Pacific mm-hmm. R- tire ruining. <laughs> but it
1: is, Oh, it is. It is ridiculous. We got a lot of YouTube and after the show
2: okay well that that's you know that's brisbane australia come on dan where are you have a pork knuckle
3: i don't even know what a pork knuckle is
2: you milk the first cow you milk the second cow <laughs> you get up on the third and you go home with a tractor on the day
3: <laughs> i don't even know what you just said i do it's funny <laughs> <laughs> you lost me after second cow <laughs> am i getting on a tractor is that what you said <laughs>
2: <laughs> Moving on. Adam, what uh, what international Oktoberfest did you find that piqued to your interest?
1: So, before we get into that, I found a little tidbit on some of the largest uh, Oktoberfests outside of Germany. Obviously, we're going to take that out. And we had already mentioned the first one in Kitchener, Ontario. They average about 700,000 people Oof. for their uh, Oktoberfest. Right behind them is a place that I was not expecting, but... Uh, now that you, you know, uh, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Brazil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Blumenau. Blumenau. Blumenau in Brazil. And they're also one there. They're up around uh, 700,000 people. Uh, I that was
2: a fucking party, you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the next two, I believe we've discussed this in the past. Cincy. Yeah. About half a mil. Denver was another one. I was kind of surprised at that one.
2: Oh, yeah. That's kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah. They're about uh, 400,000. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, and like we had talked about, uh, the international crowd isn't too particular about dates when yeah. it comes to October. Could not give a shit. <laughs> it's mostly in October. Right,
2: right. Which, just for clarification, traditional Oktoberfest is Saturday the twenty-first to October Sunday the sixth. Mm-hmm. That's when it's supposed to be. Yes, international don't give a fuck though. They'll just ah, it's October. Yeah, we'll, we'll they
3: make it work for themselves pretty yeah. much.
1: So a few interesting places that I had no idea would have had at Oktoberfest, uh, China, uh, Qingdao, mm-hmm. uh, not even in one of the largest cities that you would expect, or okay. have a larger international community, but they have actually had a, an Oktoberfest celebration since
2: 1991. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's that's I found one in Hong Kong that's had one since ninety two, so that's even earlier. I got you beat. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. I was very surprised at that. Uh, That's back when the I don't know who won the cup in ninety one. Oh, the Pens did. That's right. Yeah, the Pens. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Uh, Columbia. It was, it was yeah. Not the university, but the country of. Oh, uh-huh. they have their own Oktoberfest, that is uh, hosted by the uh, Bavarian brewery there in Colombia. Okay. I believe it's a rather small one. Small one? Smallish. Unless okay. you got more information that I don't have. No,
2: I don't have anything on Columbia. Oh, okay. yeah
1: Okay. Uh, and the other one that I found was India. Hmm. Yeah. India has one, and that's uh, by the Indo German Chamber of Commerce in the town of, I believe it is Pune. Okay, P U N E, Pune,
2: Pune, Pune. Okay, Pune, could be yeah. Pune, Pune, yeah. whatever it is. I'd go with Pune. Pune, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Uh,
1: but yeah, they also have one uh, based on their uh, Indo German uh, Chamber of Commerce. Hmm. They've been they've been uh, putting that together for a few years. Pune, mm, thank you very much. I didn't ever think about India and Oktoberfest being together.
2: Yeah, I, like I said, I found one in Hong Kong, and this one lasts from the seventeenth to the twenty seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's it's held by the Marco Polo Hotel. All right. Yeah, and it's called the Mar- Marco Polo German Beer Fest. It's right on, uh, it's like right on a bay, and they do like a big open air carnival. Nice. And they have a big tent. Where is that? In Hong Kong.
3: When does it go to?
2: The twenty seventh of October. Are you planning a trip <laughs> in your head? Are you now? Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: Harold leaves October tenth.
2: Oh. Oh. All right. Yeah, let Harold we, we know. We should
3: pass that on. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. You should let Harold know that there's a that there is a German beer fest that yeah. they bring they even bring in uh since 1994 they've been bringing in a band from Germany called uh Die noten Hobler. Die noten Hobler. Yeah. And they come in and they like they play the songs, they do the chicken dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they hold alp uh like alpine horn blowing contests. That's awesome. Yeah. So they do all the things that you would expect people to do. Horn
3: like like the Ricola yeah. commercial? Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have, uh, the, the basically the event is kind of sponsored by Erdinger. Erdinger? Erdinger. Okay. So that's how you, you get all your beer from there. Mm-hmm. And they got the menus with the sausages and the potatoes and all that. Nice. It's all the same. Like, it's all the same anytime you read right, the menu. It's all kind of, <laughs> yeah, a bit of a theme. Yeah. Uh, about 20 American dollars. That'll get you entry and it'll get you two beers right on. And then I think after that it's 40 bucks for a 2 liter. 40 bucks. Yeah. Ooh. For 2
3: liters.
1: Right. That's 20 bucks a liter.
3: Mm, it's like $13 American a beer. Yeah. Like for a pint at actual Oktoberfest so. That's probably Yeah, I think right I, the same. I think it's, it's pretty comparable yeah. and okay. also
2: also I was reading there's a happy hour special within the first hours. So. Maybe I, maybe that's just general sticker shock to me. Yeah. I, yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, I think I think it's also just kind of like trying to curb drinking.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah,
2: but also remember two liters, not one liter, mm-hmm. compared to what you usually get at the uh, Hofbrauhaus. Yes. So
1: <laughs> where there is no more skis. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I had to break somebody's bubble yesterday with that news. Really? They they thought they were still happening. there. It's like no. Oh, no, sorry, Mike. They don't
3: people can't be trusted to hold themselves accountable so
1: yeah let's not get into that conversation let's people suck people do suck <laughs> let's keep it light sometimes people suck
3: <laughs> if you get drunk remember nobody poured it down your throat unless you're hanging out bill cosby anyway Whoa. so moving on um i was looking for like little known or more surprising, uh, Oktoberfest. And the one that jumped out to me was Zambia. I really did not expect to find a, uh, an Oktoberfest there. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are German people in the southern parts of Africa, but you know, they weren't exactly welcome. So to find that that culture is being celebrated, I thought was kind of interesting, um, but I guess this was their third year doing it. It's oh, so
1: this is rather recent. Yeah.
3: yeah. So they don't, there's only one day. Okay. But I mean, it, it's Zambia. It's small.
2: <laughs> Still for Zambia and only doing it for her three years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like
3: I feel like it's, it's pretty Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like they had just over 4,000 people. Oh, that's okay.
1: That's a good turnout.
3: Yeah. But... Uh what they're saying is that they're actually expecting to have a lot more next year. So they're actually going to try and move the venue that they do it at just because of that, because they're expecting like so much of a greater turnout next year. Um, they're saying it could easily double which is heist. which is pretty cool for them. I think I feel is. like
2: that's pretty good uh growth. It's the hot new destination Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. Tired of Brisbane? Go to Zambia. So,
3: yeah, but so this year they had over 4,000 people um to honor the Munich tradition, they had the mayor come out and give a toast. So that started the drinking just like it would, you know, in Munich.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so, I mean, that's that's pretty cool for them. Right, right. on. Glad to see that it's taking hold and yeah. taking root in other, other cultures and locations. Yeah. So,
3: so, here's where I got a little bit confused. Um, so, the beer for the festival was supported by Zambian Breweries.
2: Okay. That makes part sense. makes
3: sense. And it says with four of their brands, Budweiser,
0: mm. F- <laughs>
3: Flying Fish, Mosi in castle white so i did some digging as best as i could um and i'm guessing that zambian breweries maybe makes their own beer but is also a distributor hence the budweiser yeah and i was trying to find out if that was flying fish like new jersey flying fish That's
1: exactly what came to my mind right
3: i don't don't think think it is is. (laughs) so i couldn't find anything explaining what it was i guess flying fish does do their own zambian like festivals and parties and whatever so all i could find was pictures of bottles
0: yeah okay and
3: they are definitely not the same gotcha Um, yeah it looks like they predominantly do malt beverages (laughs) okay
2: flying fish out of new jersey can barely get their beer (laughs) i know it's your first thought but (laughs) it's like they can't even get their beer out of new jersey
3: (laughs) how do they get there like yeah that was just crazy but yeah, they did restaurants and they did DJs and I guess it also helped pump up their service industry and stuff mm-hmm. like Sweet. that. And so, yeah, so I was happy for them. Cool. And then uh, some of the other ones that I found that I thought were kind of surprising was uh, Palestine. Okay. It which I was kind of, um, I looked into it. It's in a city called Taba or Tebe, I don't know, T-A-Y-B-E-H, uh, don't attack me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is, um, their Oktoberfest is held there at the Taba Brewery, and it is the only Arab brewery in Israel, hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. Um, but, I don't know, just with all the religious conflict, I looked into it a little bit, and I guess that is a predominantly Christian city, which is probably why that happens there, because... Uh, One of the other ones that threw me for a loop was Sri Lanka. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was interesting that they have one there. And it's in Colombo, Sri Lanka. um, Because I thought, you know, there's a lot of, uh, like, Hindu and Buddhist and Muslim religions there. And a lot of them don't drink. Right. Period. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, But I guess they do have a fair uh, Christian population. And I guess it's just like... Just like any Christian, you know, like there's different levels of Christianity and Judaism or whatever. So I guess depending on how orthodox you are, you still Mm -hmm. can drink depending on that. So I guess that's why that one works. But Hmm. I thought it was interesting. Right on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, like you said, depending on how orthodox you are with your religion. So some of the younger people. Yeah. Fair. You know, are probably into
3: it. (laughs) Well, I guess there's like, um, like for Sikh, I guess you can go through like, uh, I don't know a better way to explain it, but like a. Rumspringer? Con- a, no. <laughs> That's like what I was going to say. The end of that, like a commitment ceremony. Gotcha. Uh-huh. And so, like, the people, t- like, Sikhs typically do will drink, um, and Buddhists apparently will drink, but uh, they only practice mindful drinking, <laughs> okay. which was an interesting phrase. Know, well, good to thing read. we got that in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right?
3: And uh, yeah, so I guess if you've committed or if you're more devout, then you're not. Participating.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
3: And I also uh, stumbled across an article that ranked uh, the top 100 Oktoberfests in America. And this wasn't like based on size, this was based on uh, a couple of things. The methodology was weighted and it was based on presence of the festivals uh the the per capita how safe it was there
2: so it's a travel guide
3: kind of yeah okay but it says uh the number of oktoberfest traditions that it upholds the costs and the safety and accessibility and then those were weighted and so what that came up with put pittsburgh at 15. oh
1: right
2: on yeah
3: so good for us yeah hooray us we're almost top
2: 10 are we better than cleveland
3: i mean yeah i don't need a list to tell me that i'm just saying (laughs) unless
2: we're talking Um, baseball according to this list (laughs) so
3: this went with uh new york denver portland philly cincy vegas seattle chicago milwaukee can't put vegas on that list they have a Hofbrau house. Well,
2: they I don't care. They're always drinking and always partying. It doesn't count. That's okay. <laughs> true. So Columbus
3: was number 13.
2: Yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And yeah. They've got quite the German population. Cleveland is down at 38. Good. Take
2: that, Cleveland. Yeah. Suck it, nerds. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you know Columbus has the highest Somali population in all of the United States? I did not. Now you do. You're welcome. Right on. Interesting. Yeah. fun fact (laughs) just saying don't let the German people there take it all they're not leaving
1: what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get a hold of everybody's chamber of commerce travel uh, guides and whoever else and hit them up and tell them hey we want plane tickets and entry tickets to all these Oktoberfests and then we're going to go
2: yeah, and then because they're all just spread out across months Yeah, <laughs> we can use <laughs> it doesn't matter, you just Oktoberfest forever. <laughs>
1: forever. That's right. Or November, whichever. Forever. But in the meantime, and this uh next. Austin Beerworks, the Montecourt Oktoberfest. What do you guys think? It was good. I liked it. It uh, it definitely had a, a sweeter vibe to it. Yeah than but, other Oktoberfests that I've had.
2: Yeah, it was more sweet. It it was less, I don't know. I don't know what that flavor is that I don't like with the caramel maltiness. Mm. Cuz I like caramel stouts. Yeah. When they come around. There's just there's just something about like a dark caramel malty that I don't love. And that's okay. But that's not in this either, so that's why oh. I like this one. All right <laughs> so. then. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I guess we'll come to a close and uh, we'll move on to segment 3 and we'll have one more Oktoberfest. And I hope it's a really good one because I picked it up.
1: (laughs) We'll be right back, Hop Nation.
2: The Breaking Brews podcast delivers you an inside look at the business side of beer. Whether the conversation is about marketing, brewing, sales, branding, or beer culture, this show delivers everything a beer professional or beer enthusiast could ask for from a podcast. So when you're not listening to this podcast, listen to mine. Get full access to the show at breakingbrews.com slash podcast today.
1: No jokes, no fluff. Let's get to the beer. Steve.
2: Third Brewery of the Evening is coming to us from the Polliner Brewery. I heard of them. Browery. Browery? Yeah, if you want to say it like germany I don't. If you, want to, <laughs> if you want to butcher the pronunciation, <laughs> then you say Browery. <laughs> I don't think
3: anybody said
2: that. I don't think so either people who butcher pronunciations do
3: <laughs> yeah all right
2: uh this brewery though is one of the originals the ogs it is established 1634 they've been around been around it's a old style
3: is that was that a long time ago yeah
2: 1634 that's pretty old so
3: that's like like 20 years
2: something like that if okay. you're in american and abouts. <laughs> in and about 20
3: american. years american I, yeah i can't do my head.
2: it's hard uh, it is also brewed within the uh, boundaries of Yes, the German purity, the Bavarian purity law, and this beer is made with water, malt, hops, and yeast, and that's it. As it should be. Yeah. Hurry uh, beer. Yeah, but it's obviously their Oktoberfest Marzen. That's the episode we're doing.
1: <laughs> right. It's also obvious because it says so right on the bottle. Oh, uh, that's yeah, what that says. Yeah, that's... Cool. They try to sneak that past you.
2: We've done... The Timber Creek, which was very much American-style Marzen. Mm-hmm. The thing that uh, Austin Beer Works was snooty about. <laughs> yes.
3: Well, theirs was a Mars and Hell's hybrid.
2: Right. They said they were trying to why be... why
3: go traditional?
2: Right. They said they were trying to be more like this. So let's see if they did it. Well, And this one is just legit. Them.
3: Well, no. They said that a Hell's is more of a traditional... Uh, german oktoberfest beer right and a marzen is an american and they were trying to meet somewhere in the middle there so they weren't trying to go one way or the other they were okay. trying to be
2: oh okay yeah, I, I get what you're saying
3: but it for this if this is supposed to be a hells this is still a lot darker than that was yeah, this is
2: this is still much more of a traditional yeah true to form oktoberfest supposedly
3: i don't know i've had a lot of german beer in germany let's see how it checks out so, here's the thing that sticks out to me, mm-hmm. is that this bottle clearly says Oktoberfest Marzen. Right. Mm-hmm. So, suck it, Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: sorry. Austin Brew Works. The rest of the city, please don't take offense.
2: Yeah, the rest of the city's pretty, probably cool. I don't know. I have the parts brain. I've <laughs> been to actually are cool
3: um and apparently there's a huge music festival there so i guess something they like got that. something going <laughs> on for them but uh this beer is definitely closer in color to the first one um yes. it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty clear it's definitely got like that amber copperish tinge to it i think it's actually not quite as dark as the first one i believe
1: the first one from close. timber creek was the yeah the darkest of the for three. sure it was the
2: darkest and that one was also the most red Mm-hmm. This, yes. one, this one doesn't have any of that red tinge to yeah. it it's very much just kind of a, a deep deep yellow yes
1: but yeah. also with this one the clarity is there for sure oh yeah this one is a very clear beer similar to what they have uh, over the old uh, Timber Creek yeah Mm-hmm. you can see all the way through all the way through on the nose oh so much that's pulse. on Oktoberfest
3: oh I'm so excited yeah. about this oh. okay
1: <laughs> here we go sorry Steve <sighs> I'm not. It's good. Yep, that'll do. Yeah, we're doing alright. that that'll one has do. A, a little bit of that that kind of honey pop to it. Yeah, but not not nearly as much as what the uh, the Austin Brew Works had. No, for sure.
2: Are you guys getting kind of almost a smoky or roast on the like very front end of it? I'm getting the roast, not like a smoke though. Yeah, a little so bit. Some. It's like a little smoky or roasty, like right up front, but it like quickly goes away.
0: Yeah. I
2: I actually don't dislike this one. No, I fair. like this one a lot. It's say it. It's not <laughs> um, <laughs> for the style. Hey. <laughs> it's hard to say for the style because this beer is just like like if this is such an old style beer. Like <laughs> it's just <laughs> it is the style, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it it like I said, it has that little bit of smoky roost up front, and then there's not a whole lot of sweetness to it no no and I, I actually I, I have a little bit of a i don't want to say dry
1: mouth to it mm-hmm. yeah but it it kind of dries out the old tonsils of Scotia.
2: yeah it finishes uh, it finishes pretty dry but it, like mm-hmm. there's no sweetness to it there's no uh, like that's why i think that's well, my there, biggest there problem it can't with, be yeah i think that was my biggest problem with the timber creek what was that? that it's just like too sweet and reminded me of yingling
3: okay See, i liked that part of it
1: but I don't, I don't yeah. hate yingling on the level that you hate yingling. Right. <laughs> that is true. You have a burning hatred for it. Well, not a burning hatred. Man, I don't know. It's I can still drink a yingling.
2: A distaste. There you go. Yeah. I, I can still drink a yingling, too. I just don't want to. I get it. Ever.
3: No, sometimes I want to. Yeah.
2: yeah. But, uh, this, yeah, this is, I don't know, not the, I almost said flat, but it's not flat. It's just very even keel mm-hmm. with the way it drinks. It's very easy to drink. Yeah. Just steady Eddie. Yeah. I could see myself actually drinking a liter of this, whereas I don't think I would with the last two. Mm.
3: You don't want a large Farva? No,
2: nah. <laughs> only a quarter more. Goddamn liter of cola!
3: <laughs> Goddamn liter of Marzen!
2: But yeah, that, so, I like...
3: Yeah, that would be nice. Could I have one of those?
2: A <laughs> liter of Marzen, please. Sure, uh... thank you. Just go to JR's where I found this bottle, buy the remaining bottles, and... <laughs> <laughs> Have yourself a time. Dump it until you get what you want.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, JR's actually is good for a handful of German beers, so if you're out there hunting down, like, some
1: Erdinger or Franziskunner, it's a good place to look. And if you need five pounds of Swedish fish.
3: Also that. Always that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, so this is a good one. I, I, can't, I, I can't say for the style because it just is the style. This is OG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like saying, "Hey, you know uh, that Run DMC? They're pretty good at rap." (laughs) (laughs) Who? (laughs)
1: Damn millennials! I do that. Goddamn millennials! You're the same age.
3: I do that at work a lot. I just ask questions like I don't know what somebody's talking about. And what? then I watch them explain it to me. And I guess at some <laughs> point my face gives me away. And then it's always, oh, you're such an asshole. They storm <laughs> off. like, yes. But you just gave me my entertainment for the day. So thank you for playing.
1: <laughs> Speaking of playing, it is time to bring back an old chestnut. Uh-huh. That we haven't had on the show for quite a while. And I'm kind of excited that we're bringing it back. Yeah. It is time for another exciting segment of...
2: Nobody hey. asked you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so what we do with nobody asked you is we scour the internet. We go to the Reddit. We go to the forums. We go to the Facebook. We go to the Twitter. And we find questions that nobody asked us. And
2: then we answer them. That's right. Except for this time, we actually have something different. We do. Somebody asked us. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that have oh, to really? Spawn. Yeah, somebody yeah. asked us. so oh, that's will So we'll start with that one yeah, and a, answer it. That's a good leadoff hitter. Yeah. So somebody asked us, (laughs) uh, specifically on the Twitter, Nell Gum Ford, that person from Britain, that sounds very British to me. That was a name? Yeah. Say it again? Nell Gum Ford. First name? Nope, that's just... Twitter handle. That's just Twitter handle. Oh, okay. But it sounds very British to me. I thought
3: you were saying Neil, but like funny? No. No. Okay. Now, if we was saying it funny, I'd say it like this. Oh, Christ. Don't go cockney.
2: <laughs> if you're going to do British, do it smooth. A doozy, doozy, doll. <laughs> we got a question from that Neil gum for doozy, doll. All right, now you're just insulting people. <laughs> yeah, right?
3: Me, actually. No.
2: <laughs> insulting everybody.
3: <laughs> Cheerio. Bob's your uncle. Oh, pop. Like that commercial <laughs> amuses the bejesus out of me. All right, go ahead.
2: So, yeah, his uh, question is, though, is, why, in this day and age, do we still bother with beer when the problem that it was created to solve now has better solutions? Heretic.
1: Heretic so here's my question to that question are you a heretic (laughs) no (laughs) because burn the witch
0: (laughs)
3: they they, they put the nose on me but well we did do the nose and the hat but she's still a witch (laughs) she turned me into a God,
2: got got better. better
3: All right, sorry. Adam, is your question, sorry.
1: how much does a duck weigh? <laughs> no, my question was going to be because there's there's multiple things here is which problem are you discussing? because I know of at least two problems that it could be solving well, well
3: I think <laughs> I think when people ask a question like that, I think they mean specifically like because we needed to drink something fermented
1: right, so mm-hmm. that
3: we didn't get sick from. The water. Right, right. Which, uh, fun fact just to toss in there, my fun Oktoberfest facts. Uh, Oktoberfest has been canceled 24 times out of the 204 years in Munich, and a large percentage of those were due to cholera outbreaks. Anyway, press on.
2: <laughs> All right then. <laughs> That was my assumption, too, though. Yeah. Being that he is a British person, mm-hmm. I assume that he's grown up with the history that beer was made yes. to keep them from getting the Black Death. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: You needed the, the. You need to boil your water. Boiled yeah. in fermentation and the alcohol to keep it sterile.
1: Yeah. But my other thought was, is he talking about uh, mood altering substances?
2: Uh, it could be, but I still think it's just British. No, I do I don't too. Think he black plague that. avoidance. What,
3: what's the closest. Chemical or natural mood-altering substance to beer. I mean, the most prevalent would obviously be weed. Most prevalent, mm-hmm. but not most comparable. Yeah. Yeah. You no. you ever Com- listen to Bill Hicks? Like the whole skit about like somebody like getting into a fight at a club, are they drunk or are oh, they no, high? Oh no, like, I, I completely agree you know, that the they are. They are I mean, different. Different for everybody levels, but.
1: but that's that's it, in American culture. That's usually the I hate to say progression, but that's kind of how it would step along from alcohol into weed
0: yeah okay yeah that's that's, no,
3: that's i I get that i'm just i don't see his point being like why would we still drink beer when there's like for its original purpose because i don't think its original purpose was a to get trashed Mm -hmm. um but b because it doesn't have a suitable substitute
2: yeah and i think he's also under the assumption that that's why it was created but the thing is that beer has been invented, more or less, through... Didn't like a ev-
3: billion cultures
2: have beer? Yeah, Didn't exactly. did like
3: Mayans have beer? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Independent, cultures independent of each other. Yeah. Thousands of years ago, all invented beer or something similar. Like you just said, the Mayan culture, they had like the, they have their chicha and their um, like the the Mexican chocolate. I forgot about yes. the
3: chicha. Yeah. Chicha beer. Yeah, you like, you like those appreciate. were both
2: Ugh. invented independently of like what was found in Egypt. Yeah, what was found in China. Yeah. So like, like Mesopotamian like, all, shit. all
1: all cultures have essentially found a way
2: yeah I, they can't tell why it was invented in all of those cultures
3: for mines it was probably get fucked up
2: it was probably to get fucked up it was mm-hmm. probably to have they needed a break like a from communal all that math. yeah they yeah. they had a communal uh it, like it was a communal thing for them yeah so yeah that's why mm-hmm. it was there but like i think he's just working off the you know the the black plague (laughs) right bring out your dead drink your beers (laughs) i would say that
3: it's still drunk just because it's an integral part of a lot of cultures it is and because it's become a social norm for a
2: lot of people and because it tastes good and
3: because it tastes good
2: (laughs) and because it's better than like and now whiskey i would say like it's far uh, i here's i'm not going against whiskey because i really love whiskey i think what i'm saying though is that it's a lot easier to drink a bottle of beer oh for sure with friends than a
3: bottle of whiskey
2: than a bottle of whiskey or (laughs) you know like one whiskey drink can get out of hand for some people
3: yeah well i feel like also I can't speak to whiskey specifically because there's so many different types from different cultures and societies, but like, like something like scotch. To be scotch, it has to be from Scotland. And then you have peated and you have smoky and whatever, but there is a finite amount of combinations and flavors that you're going to find there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like beer has become... I mean, outside of America, outside of the monstrous industry that it is, um, economically speaking, now craft beer is just a huge creative outlet for people. You're making something with your own hands that you can consume and share with your friends. And the varieties are, I mean, we're drinking three different Oktoberfest beers and they all taste different. Mm -hmm. So there's just the diversity is there, you know, I mean, they invented chocolate cake, so why have vanilla cake we already have a right cake. like no go why out not? have Both. fun try right. something new add cherries add strawberries go my personal favorite raspberries spice that shit up fuck it
2: so there you go i hope yeah. that answers your question mr Nelgum ford um and also tweet us whatever the hell that means because i actually yeah. need to know <laughs> i do is that just <laughs> your last name right <laughs> <laughs> it's me Nelgum ford <laughs> how you do Do she does <laughs>
3: His name is actually Neil Elgum, and he drives a
2: Ford. Oh, okay. Nice. Here for you. <laughs> he shipped in a Ford from <laughs> Yeah. You can
3: get Fords over there. Where?
2: Huh? England? Oh yeah. Yeah, you can get Fords there.
3: Mm-hmm. You don't have to ship. Yeah. Get yourself yeah. an old Kazi. They're made in fucking Mexico. It's not like it's an American yeah, car. <laughs> well it has to get shipped
2: from Mexico. I didn't they don't construct
3: them there. <laughs> no, they trade, man. Hey, if somebody wants to give me an Austin Martin, I will totally buy you a Taurus. Let's swap. <laughs>
2: Give me that escort Do he does Four cylinder Bit pop Bing bong
3: Oh escorts low balling him Don't do that <laughs> Well it depends
1: on what kind of escort You're talking about
3: This <laughs> is Are we going back to the hookers?
1: No no Oh No no <laughs> No no I'm not going to get into it Because then we're going to get into The car talk And then I'm going to get off <laughs> and, and then rolling. we'll lose Adam For the and, and, rest yes,
2: of yes. That's the show Ask the next question yeah, got to turn off
1: my mic That's a whole other show Do so, it up I have a question From the reddit I'm sure you've all heard of it
3: I tried to hear it today, but it was down for hours.
1: <laughs> Bastards! This is from the user uh, Bootstifle, uh, and he at, or she asks, uh, or whatever the pronoun it is, I'm supposed to use now. They, they, they ask, "What beer are you saving for a super special occasion?" Jim oh, I can name?
3: answer that right the fuck now. What you got? I have a six pack of Albi Valdu. Okay. Grand Cru uh. from Belgium uh you can get it in america it's only 40 dollars shipping hmm. uh <laughs> and bake my kitchen has been a construction zone for i haven't had a kitchen since july 5th so oh. yeah it's pretty fucking rough <laughs> so i have every intention of sitting in the middle of my kitchen floor once all is said and done just drinking this beer and relishing the fact that i finally have a kitchen nice yeah
1: steve do you have a super special beer for a super special occasion
2: uh, yeah, I keep pushing the occasion back, though. Me <laughs> <What's, laughs> too, uh, What's the occasion? Well, no, I have a 2017 uh, Oak Age Worldwide Stout
3: oh
2: and delicious i uh i originally was going to drink it for my birthday in 2017 i remember this but then i drank a bunch of other stuff and got drunk and then i was like i can't have this
3: yeah now. that's a thing that happens
2: <laughs> yep yeah, yeah well that keeps happening you I can't keep, have
3: I... <laughs> the savor beer once you're just slamming them
2: yep. right i can't I, I keep being like oh well i'm not going to enjoy this so i'll save it for the next occasion mm-hmm. but every time there's a next occasion i just get loaded up on <laughs> something else
3: what if the occasion is just no occasion
2: i think that's gonna if be If yeah. just
3: like you know what i have nothing else going on tonight there's a movie i really want to watch i could just sit on my couch and just truly enjoy this beer mm-hmm. just uninterrupted
2: I, I think the next occasion is going to be it's I'm either going to try again for my birthday <laughs> <laughs> or I, I'm going to be buying a camera package soon. That'd be a good oh, okay. celebration. So when I get my camera package from Amazon, I'll get drunk and then fall on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that.
1: So What's yours? Steve, you and I are uh, on a very similar path here where we both have a beer from 2017 that we both had special occasions that came and went and for whatever reason didn't didn't happen right i have a 2017 bottle of the founder cbs sitting here uh i have taken it uh to two multiple occasions to drink there and then just like you said something else pops up that i drink and then at that point it's ah i don't want to i don't want to waste it it's just gone (laughs) yeah yeah uh so i've got a, a 2017 cbs sitting there waiting I don't open.
3: even le- let those bottles leave my house. Cause I'm the idiot that will just stick it in the fridge and not like watch it. <laughs> well, then... he's
2: taking
1: it to family
2: events. Yeah, he's, t- he's taking it to I drink with his brothers. I don't trust my
3: family. Well, he likes his brothers don't because trust they all look brother. the same.
2: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah, you and your brothers all look the same. I did not know that.
3: Yeah, I didn't know you I just looked look like, like different... my brother until I tried that like Snapchat filter that turns you the opposite gender, mm-hmm. and apparently I look exactly like my brother, oh, there you go. which okay. was a terrifying realization.
2: Yeah, yeah, you and your brothers just look like funhouse mirrors. Okay, <laughs> of the same person. All it's right, like... that was like mildly insulting. Yeah, there was no mild about it. <laughs> I you do not. I know like what a I look fun like. Funhouse mirror. Don't insult my brothers like that. <laughs> Maybe just he's saying. just saying one of you's taller and more stretched uh, out. No, there's one that's are? there's one that's shorter than him, and then there's one that's bigger than him. So they all just look I would different. have gone with Russian nesting dolls. I wouldn't have gone with Funhouse Man.
1: I would have gone with not insulting my family.
2: Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do, bunch of Irish?
3: Hey, wait, what's, what's that mean?
1: He's you just, just insulting entire Irelands now. I uh, dig the hole up. <laughs> yeah. I dig up. <laughs> anyways now that my entire family bloodline has been insulted
3: katie what's your question (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm not entirely irish i'm half scottish let's spice it up (laughs) so i I found one that was interesting to me because i actually have strong feelings about it so um rod douglas on pittsburgh craft beer facebook page said i pose another question regarding establishments What are your thoughts as to beer descriptions or lack thereof on a beer board or in a beer menu versus having a bartender go over some or all of the beers for you? So if you're looking for a hop variety or something like that, uh, I'm paraphrasing, Mm -hmm. versus one you don't care for, would you rather be able to ascertain for yourself or have a bartender explain it to you? Which... In parentheses, he said, I'm sure it's tiring for the staff sometimes. So would you basically, do you feel confident in your own beer knowledge to be able to look at something and go, this is a beer that I'm probably going to like or dislike, or would you rather have somebody explain it to you? No. See, for me, I get really frustrated when there's no explanation on the menu or -hmm. the beer board. Yeah. Because... I feel like the same thing i personally can determine whether or not i like a beer i've had enough single hopped ipas and whatnot that i know which hops i have a preference for and you know if it's dry hopped and i'm not in the mood for something particularly hoppy then i'm probably going to steer away from it and there's apps and websites to look up you know all that stuff so I prefer to have a bit of a description, but my biggest fucking pet peeve is when there's no description and you ask the bartender or the server, especially if it's like a craft beer establishment Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, uh, this, what this, what, this isn't local. What is this? And they're like, oh, that's from Florida. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And they always say the exact same fucking thing. Do you like IPAs?
0: Right. And
3: I'm like, (laughs) well sometimes and they're like okay well it's like an ipa okay well is it an ipa <laughs> well it's like an ipa it's like so one. it's so it's hoppy so is it like a pale ale well i mean it has hops well cool beer they is. all yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. like i just like when i find somebody who actually just like i'm sure you're a fantastic server i'm sure you're doing your best but like if you're an owner a manager whatever especially if you're gonna bother to put craft beer on your menu either educate your weight staff you make them memorize specials make them memorize the draft mm-hmm. list and if you're not going to do that just type it out we don't mind reading right not, yeah. that's how i feel about it
1: Yeah. i've been able to do that for a while
3: yeah
2: yeah at, le-
3: I, at least three years
2: I, and i think that's the, i think that's the <laughs> thing with everybody who's sitting at the table now is that mm-hmm. like i know for myself i've easily had over two thousand different peers mm-hmm. yeah so like i and i know every style and i know like like, I'm very rarely surprised. I know the breweries I like. I know the breweries I don't like. Right. Very rare for me to get caught with something bad. <laughs> yes. It, to my taste. Yeah. Um. But to that end, like, I agree with you, like, because if you're not putting information on the menu, the abjuration really good about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, they'll for tell, sure. They'll tell
2: you all your hops and everything that goes into it. You don't have to talk to I Tom and Dave, but the they absolutely ent- will talk to you. The <laughs> entire story
3: of the breakfast cereal ale yeah. was... <laughs> do Del- i fucking love yeah. golden grams god damn it i'm so <laughs> mad i just drank the last one of those but anyway sorry go ahead
2: but yeah like they'll gladly talk to you about their beer mm-hmm. but you know if, oh, for sure. if you know it then you can just kind of pick it out from the descriptions yeah the one thing i i've seen i've seen it happen i think it <laughs> is that in establishments like you're talking about and i'm thinking more specifically industry public house where they have a lot of beer on tap but not necessarily knowledgeable wait staff that's location specific yeah
3: i have never had an issue in lawrenceville
2: Hmm. i
3: have always had an issue in robinson robinson's always they don't get me wrong the service is fantastic i've never had a bad waiter or waitress there but they don't always know what they're talking about
2: right and i and a lot of the time and i've caught it because i've caught managers talking to the staff about doing this is that they just lie About descriptions of beer in order to in in order to push that beer off a tap oh that's not cool at all yeah that is zero percent cool oh
3: that's so shitty and i've seen
2: it at other places too we
3: we know we know Mm. if you know we want to know something about a beer that we don't know anything about if all we have is a name Mm -hmm. i know i can go to untapped and get more information on it you know what i mean or beer advocate or I mean, just Google, but I don't think a lot of people would think to do that. So if you don't know what you're drinking, you know what I mean? And maybe I take it a little bit overboard, but I actually like to know often what I'm going to eat before I pick the beer that I'm going to drink.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: Because it's like, just, just like people say a certain kind of wine goes with a steak or a fish or whatever. I feel that way about beer
2: oh and that's absolutely true like you know you don't want to have like a smoky stout with a white fish right oh it'll fucking destroy it right oh oh. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the easiest most extreme example i can provide. you're you're absolutely right (laughs) a smoky stout with a white fish is you're destroying your dinner (laughs) yeah especially
3: if like like if i'm eating like a salad or something so like chicken or shrimp or something like that Mm -hmm. on it i am not going for like a porter or not a no. or a dessert beer like no. i'm just like no that unless doesn't... it's fried
2: if it's fried chicken mm-hmm. fried chicken and a porter that's pretty good yeah. look
3: don't get mad at me but i don't really eat a lot of fried food that's fine i'm mm. not
2: mad at you some mm. people
3: get real mad about that like same as when i say i've never seen star wars or i don't like peanut butter people take these things personally <laughs> i don't understand I, that
2: i'm not mad at you the only thing i'm mad about is obviously my body because there's a lot of fried chicken and porter in here <laughs> <laughs>
3: So I'm not saying me, I won't eat it. For, no. the
1: record. for me, a, the one thing that can very easily take care of all of these issues, and it's going to cost the the restaurant, the bar, whatever you, you have, very little, is just hand out a quick taste. If mm. somebody asks, "What is this beer?" just give a quick pull. Yeah, you know, here, try it. Take a gulp. Do you like it? Don't you like it? And that that is one thing that I'll I'll, I'll counteract that. Uh, at industry, I've had that happen a lot where I'll, I'll say something about the beer and whoever is running the bar will just turn around, give a quick pull. Here, right. try it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you like it? Do you not like it? That's the best way to figure it out is just try the damn beer. Just half a taste. You don't even need a full taster glass. Yeah. Just a, I, I a almost, spritz. Yeah.
2: I almost never ask the bartenders for information mm-hmm. i just go straight for a taste oh yeah yeah, yeah. i it, will
1: do that if they'll allow for if, it if if that is their now obviously you don't want to abuse that don't be a you know don't be a jag off in that regard well, where I think,
3: you like industry specific will only let you taste three. Oh okay yeah, yeah. there yeah i've been to a lot of places where you can like you're done you're not sitting here sipping our beer for free without making mm-hmm. a decision
1: right right it, and, and typically for me i don't get the three Because I I already know what I'm kind of going for. I already know what style I'm looking for. I already know what what level of booze I'm looking for. But there's those nuances that you don't know about. And that's where a taster will just
2: clean everything up. Yeah. Yeah, I think think for you and I, Adam, because we're probably on the same page of like... We'll go in we'll look at a draft list and we know everything that we've had already so we have our choices picked from that but then there's one thing we haven't had and it's just an adventurous thing yes yeah there there is that as well like there's a taste of that okay
3: i always (laughs) want to try like okay this sounds like i did it with the choco banana donut because i do sometimes like dessert beers but i was like "Mm, i haven't had that one let me try it It was way too sweet for what i was going for (laughs) right then and there and i was like all right well i know i've had this one so bring me this like yeah that's fine yeah (laughs) yep. but uh yeah i've had that actually bite me in the ass before because i actually know the brewer for mindful okay and uh so like I i walked in there one time not too long after they had opened and wanted to check some stuff out and he's like oh taste this taste that taste this taste that like he just happened to see me when i walked in and was like oh you know like how you doing whatever and so he like let me taste a couple ones that he like directly had his hand in and i was like okay cool and so like i picked the ones that i wanted and i got some crawlers and Mm -hmm. i left so then i um like i was in virginia so i was visiting a friend of mine and we went to like beer shows and stuff like that and uh so i wanted to send her beer so i was like oh well let me get her something she can't get at home so i went to mindful mm-hmm. and i walk in and i was like oh can i taste this and she's like yeah it's like three dollars for a sample and i was like well i want to get a couple of crawlers or something i don't know how to know if i'm if she's gonna like it like so i would just want to taste it and she's like we have to pay for a sample i was like i didn't really want to like get drunk i want like a teaspoon of beer so i can see yeah, if right. i like <laughs> it and she's like yeah the only thing you can do is pay is for pay for a sample and i'm like. Like, okay so like i'm assuming like i had the samples before just because i knew nick and like mm-hmm. the bartender is obviously just following directions but i right. like she couldn't explain to me what they were like she couldn't tell me like anything about them so i'm like relying on the internet and the board and the menu and like previous experience and then i'm trying to like taste them without spending like five dollars a taster or <laughs> right whatever. And i'm just like this is okay there's got to be a better way
2: here <laughs> <laughs> yeah dropping nine bucks on tasters and then further on crawlers right yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you think if you're saying, like, hey, I'm going to spend money on crawlers, but I need to n- make sure that yeah. i Yeah, which,
3: I mean, I've done other places before. Like, you can do tasters at Cinderlands, but, like, when you walk in and you're like, hey, I want to get a crawler or something, I'm not sure what, they're m- automatically right out of their mouth. They're like, what do you want to taste? Right, yeah. Like, yeah. they don't miss a beep.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, a, lot of, a lot of places will do that. And I guess if, you know, if you're not confident in your discerning abilities, as we are... Mm-hmm like just do that yeah don't don't necessarily ask the staff unless you are at a brewery and you know you're talking to a brewer Mm -hmm. because you know to your story you're just talking to a bartender at mindful yeah she doesn't necessarily she might have been new she may be familiar there's a hundred different
1: possibilities and reasons right
2: But if you're talking to an actual brewer, you know, like if you're at mindful or if you're at abjuration and you're talking to Tom, he'll gladly give you, you know, all the information you need. Yeah, he'll give you that data dump. Right. But if you're at like just a craft beer bar with a 60, you know, tap list, Mm -hmm. just get tasters. Don't ask people. And and (laughs) to
1: to that end, if you are at a place where the, the craft beer list rotates a lot the staff may not have had the opportunity to, to figure out what that beer yeah, is. That's oh, yeah, that's
3: entirely true. Because yeah. I don't know how many times I've been somewhere where they're like, hey, it happens to us every time we go to Patrick's. Mm-hmm. They're like, actually, sorry, that one's kicked. We've got this one on yet. I haven't tasted it yet. And it's like, right. Oh, okay, yeah. well,
1: right." So I I, I think uh, the grand conclusion here is just give us free beer. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> As always. <laughs> that's the conclusion for every episode. Give us free beer. <laughs> Lots of
3: samples in your stomach. Yes. But seriously, if you guys don't know... um just like download untapped or beer advocate or something like that especially because it's an easy way to track what you've already had so you can figure out what kind of hops mm-hmm. uh you do or don't like or if you like hop your beers or maltier beers you can kind of find your own pattern so that you can deduce and find your own descriptions and your own APVs and your own ibus so that you don't have to become
2: reliant mm-hmm. on
3: yeah. wait staff who
2: may or may not even like drink IPAs? right <laughs> they may or may not even drink so yeah well,
3: i've definitely had waiters go to like well i don't actually like beer but i really like that one Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. and i'm like uh-huh. oh this is gonna go one of two yeah. ways and i don't know which <laughs>
2: <it. laughs> back to the original conclusion of give us free beer yeah i think that polliner should also give us free yes beer.
3: <laughs> and free plane tickets to germany and free, yeah
2: and free plane tickets yeah. I don't know why I said plane tickets. tickets. <laughs> we're going on a plane. <laughs> I want to go on the plane. <laughs> I'm going to fly in the sky <laughs> and I'm going to go to Oktoberfest.
3: <laughs> yeah, I have coworkers who got sent to Germany this past Sunday and are off this weekend and <laughs> nice. are going to Munich. and.
2: I'm sure they were just kicking their boots on the ground um, going, shit, I can't believe this it. is the <laughs> worst. Jason
3: said he was going to bring me beer. So. Nice, nice. <laughs>
1: Speaking of beer. Uh, did everybody enjoy the polliner?
3: Yeah. You can't not. I mean, it actually not. you I mean, you'd have to be a terrorist to not enjoy that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you hate freedom? You hate Heights <laughs> Reinheitsgebot. That is a good word. <laughs> it is a
1: good word. So, uh, it sounds like the grand conclusion here is, yeah. it's a good beer? Yeah. You know what it's time for. Podium. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Yep. Podium. Da,
1: das Podium. Das Podium? Yeah. Podium. 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 trist.
2: I'm the podiamatrist. (laughs) Check my feet. All right, Steve, you you go first. Okay, well, it's going to be pretty easy this week because it's just going to go in the order that we drank them. Bronze is going to go to the Timber Creek Oktoberfest. It was too malty for me. It was too sweet for me. It was, I don't know. I still can't put my finger on the the thing I don't like, but I don't like it. (laughs) Yes, deliciousness. I hate it. (laughs) I don't know it's just that too sweet maltiness that I don't love and like I said it tasted too familiar to just regular old yingling so Hmm. eh, wasn't a fan Hmm. the Austin Brew Works Montecore I'm gonna put in silver because again it was a little too sweet but it was a little more better balanced and it was more of a honey sweetness than just kind of a burnt caramel Mm -hmm. it was it was just honey sweetness that I liked yeah gold though goes to the polliner that was just a really well-made beer i like the interesting like smoky roast up front it's a really interesting way to start you know a beer i don't know how or why that's achieved <laughs> but it's a yeah yeah it's a fantastic it's like n- easy like drinker
3: centuries of practice yeah centuries moment. yeah
2: you gotta <laughs> ask somebody in 1634 how you did this <laughs> yeah uh otherwise yeah easy drinker finishes a little dry but i feel like that would send me back to just drinking more of a stein or a liter or however or whatever it may be or, or whatever farming. yeah yeah good beer overall though yeah katie what do you have to say
1: what's, um, your, what's your deal
3: oh god so where do i start so i was born in 1984 <laughs> uh <laughs> uh yeah my uh my bronze is gonna go to the austin brew Works. um one for being condescending (laughs) i kid uh no just based on the beer alone i did not care for the the sweetness i felt like that was the dominant taste was the honey sweetness and if you're going to call yourself an oktoberfest well you're wrong um i didn't feel like there was enough malt in it and i didn't feel like there was enough flavor in it i just it bored me honestly my tide no um
1: there are no ties here i
3: know <laughs> it's a tough fight but my my silver is going to be the Pauliner. um one because i've drank so much of it in my lifetime it's kind of jumped the shark for me a little bit but uh it it's nothing to knock inner. i mean it's a fantastic beer it is roasty and malty and just absolutely everything that in an Oktoberfest and or Marzen should be it is it's a solid beer um, but my gold is going to the Timber Creek. Uh, basically for all the reasons that Steve put it in bronze. It's, <laughs> I really like the malty roasted caramelness, And um, it was basically the Paul Inner, but just a little bit sweeter. And I personally am into that. I like that strong malt flavor and I like the sweetness coming through.
1: And that's my jam. So. Right on. That's it. For my jam. I'm. Uh, I'm actually just gonna say the same things that you did. You're I'm welcome. gonna go. Yeah, you did my work for me, so thank you.
3: That's actually the whole reason I showed up today. <laughs> I just.
1: I just put it in cruise like, control. I've been working
3: so hard. How can I make his life easier?
1: Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to put the Austin Brew Works in the bronze medal position. I, and I got to say that they, none of these beers for me were particularly bad. I can't even say particularly bad. They weren't bad. They were all good beers. Uh, they were just kind of different levels of good. Uh, if somebody handed me any of these, I'd drink them without a problem. Uh, so to, to put any of these in bronze, they, eh, it just – some were less gooder than others. Uh, and this was uh, the less gooder. So it goes in the bronze medal.
3: (laughs) The least goodester.
1: Yes. Uh, Polliner, one of the OGs, of course. That's going in the silver. I liked it. Very drinkable. But it didn't didn't quite uh, hit the same notes that I enjoyed on the Timber Creek. So Timber Creek uh, goes away with the gold. That's it. Okay.
2: Well, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Nation USA podcast, then search Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Podbean, Spotify, Google Music Play, Apple Podcasts, all. Player FM. Yes all the things yeah yeah. just look us up we're on everything we're on the google we're there yeah uh, but if you're on any of those platforms leave us a five star review because
1: we are an exact star show but they only let us use fumpf <laughs>
3: how long have you been planning that
2: like the whole episode no that, was, that just <laughs> happened
3: that was really good that like, was off the right. cuff that you're was right. solid all
2: right off the cuff i'll give it to you later. yeah no
3: that was good solid one. off no, the I, cuff.
2: i did not have that one in the chamber I,
3: I am proud of you that was good
2: i feel like he might be lying and that was like a lunchtime thing for him it actually like, wasn't no say tonight. i didn't even
3: know what i ate for lunch i couldn't plan something that far in advance
2: but yes, uh, that is a bigger crime that we can't be rated six stars than Australia not sending us tickets to their dollary do's. Crikey. I
1: <laughs> mean, their dollary do festival
2: <laughs> down at Brisbane. Come on, Dan. I need milk a cow, have a pretzel. <laughs> Maybe not in that order.
1: Have a pretzel, then a flight. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. saying,
3: well, you said have a cow or milk a cow, have a pretzel. You can't like have if a milk cow. Like, at least wash your hands first. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: milk a cow, scrub up, and pretzel. There it scrub is. Up. All right, and don't do it at the same time, <laughs> please. and Thank you. Go, go look at some old Volkswagens.
3: <laughs> you, you could do it at the same time if you have one of those necklaces and you can like reach your mm-hmm. chest necklace yeah. too while you're milking a cow. Right. I'm not coordinated enough to Let's do that. Let's not
2: get into that. I don't want to figure it could out logistics. Be I'm just saying
0: there's
2: a chance you can milk a cow and then like the cow could eat some pretzels off your necklace. Aw, uh-huh. because you're being nice to the cow. That's nice. Yeah, be nice to the Cows cow. Cows have personalities like dogs. And, and best they friends. also have best
3: friends, mm-hmm. yeah. So I like to not think about that while I'm eating burgers because they're also delicious.
2: Cow facts. I don't care. I'm down with it. It you, doesn't bother me. You haven't had a burger in like two hours i know yeah you're super okay with it, it doesn't you know, like it doesn't bother me at all because i just know if you know if it comes my time the cow can eat me i don't give a shit there you go circle of life yeah are they omnivores <laughs> huh are they omnivores no but i mean it could if it wanted to oh yeah. okay there you go. I, they're not omnivores but um like if you grind me up into their feed they'll eat me Hmm. so yeah that's how mad cow disease got it's a really disturbed visual isn't it <laughs>
3: As somebody who used to know somebody who was specifically responsible for feeding the cows on the University of Florida's cattle ranch to determine which feeds made them bulk the greatest in size, yeah, you're painting a horrible image for
2: well, me. Well, <laughs> this this wasn't a real American thing, but that uh, that's how mad cow disease spread in Britain.
3: Is that why they drink beer?
2: yes yes that's right. why the cows drink beer over there in conclusion so,
3: <laughs> so that's the real reason it has nothing to do with water or drugs just keep drinking beer to avoid it that's right. the actual answer to that question avoid bad cow disease yeah. Bip, bong, Bing bong. total sidebar <laughs> shatner having mad cow disease on boston legals one of the greatest jokes ever watch that show it's funny
1: <laughs> we got a lot of youtube in yeah, the do yeah there's show. so much to look at that's a lot of youtube all in right show. we got to shut down this operation all right
2: Back next week with episode one twenty six. We don't know what's happening, but find out with us. Things will happen. There will be stuff. Yes, it will be back though.
1: Come with us on our journey. Uh, Find out. We'll find out together. I say, I don't want that to be the last line that I say. (laughs) I don't like that. We'll see you next week.